I'm Jordan Ferguson. And I'm Kate McKinnon. And you are listening to the Geek Down Podcast. What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of the Geek Down Podcast. This is the show where two nerds sit in front of microphones and try to find the sweetest spots where their fandoms intersect. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Caitlin McKinnon. This is episode 127. It is. And so you're like, if you're new to the show, you're just like, what? 127? That's a lot of episodes. So many episodes. So many episodes. This is your first episode. You got a lot to get caught up on. Yep. And if you want to do that, you have to go to, well, one of a couple places, but basically soundcloud.com forward slash geekdownpod. I mean, that's where the show lives, but basically anywhere you get your audio content, we can be found. And if you subscribe to us on Android, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, which is the same thing, but there's still some old people out there who refuse to update. Chris Kozak yeah. <laughs> still using iTunes. Uh, Stitcher, we're on that too. And basically, whatever method you use every week brought to you on the wings of a rainbow-maned Pegasus named Philip, your unicorn man's... Unicorn Pegasus. Unicorn Pegasus. Forgive me. Your man's... Ah... Chauncey Frostilicus III, we haven't mentioned him in a while because we haven't figured out how to work him in when we were tightening up the preamble. Yeah, we were all like, you know what? We talk a lot about stuff that needs to be talked about, but probably too much. A little loosey-goosey. So we're tightening up. So we're like, what do we do? But we can't cut Chauncey. Can't cut. The people will revolt. Chauncey will revolt. I mean, we don't even pay him. So really, we've got to <laughs> keep him happy somehow. Got to keep <laughs> getting those episodes out. Um, like, who feeds Philip, right? It's not us. Listen, you remember that episode of, of The Simpsons where he had the elephant? Like, <laughs> unicorn peg, pegasi, pegasuses pegasi. eat a lot. Yeah, they do. You know what they eat? <laughs> Dare I ask? You know what they eat? Mm. Bad dreams. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. Yes. If you, so far, have liked this tightened but yet fun... <laughs> preamble you're like i'd like to hear more i would love to feed philip and possibly jordan and caitlin then you can do so by going to our patreon patreon.com slash geekdown pod if you would like to support this endeavor financially for as little as one dollar a month yeah up to 25 dollars a month we'll get you something yep and later this month we'll have um an another another amazing bonus episode we don't know what it'll be. Listen, yeah. patrons, we've been doing the D&D thing for a while. Y'all really seem to love snacks. So yeah. We might just do another snack episode. We, we love snacks. Um, and I have also, remind me, I have got some updates about snacks. Oh, snack updates. Yep. Very important. Look forward to that. However, there are also other ways besides Patreon you could help us out. There's the Kofi Coffee Cafe. We don't know how it's pronounced. Kofi. Um, you can, if you want to buy us a coffee, you can do so there. It's a, like a one-time sort of donation. It's not basically. even one time. It's as many times as you want. It's true. It's just true. giving you the control back. You want to yeah. toss us three bucks? Okay. Okay. You want to never toss us three bucks again? Okay. Okay. You want to toss us another three bucks in a month, two months, whenever you feel like it. Yeah. Go ahead. And as we mentioned, that's $3 Canadian. Yeah. It's like nothing to cost you nothing. Else. You have that in your couch right now. Oh, absolutely. Or if it's my husband, just randomly in pants. All the pants. <laughs> I've found so much money just in pants. All the pants. Do you get to keep it if you're doing? Yeah, of course, course I do. do. That's See? the rule. If I find money, I keep it. Bad fiscal planning, <laughs> gentlemen. Should go um, into your pockets. If you have problems with that fiscal plan, <laughs> or you'd like to tell us how to pr- pronounce cofe or cafe or whatever it is, you can do so on our social media. Yes. There are many ways. We if have- there's a social, we're probably on it. Probably. To varying degrees of activity. Yeah. Twitter's probably the most. Get Twitter. We and hang out on that a fair bit. It's not me, though. Or I, I show her relevant things. <laughs> yeah. And then I go, ooh, Twitter's fun. Uh, so <laughs> there's Twitter, there's Instagram, both at GeekdownPod. Um, we've got uh, Gmail, geekdownpod at gmail.com. Finally, and most importantly in my mind. Still? Yep. Okay. Facebook. <laughs> www.facebook.com forward slash geekdownpod. It is the old mall. Of social media, we know this, but just creaking along. Old malls can be fun. You can find lots of deals there, and dust. 
And, and the smell. <laughs> the smell. It's like old grease and coffee. Yep. <laughs> Woo! They're really selling the Facebook. Behold, uh, the smells from the vacant subway down the hallway filtering in to your oh, Facebook yeah. experience. Anyways, so that that's all that business out of the way. Yeah, so we back. We are. Back in time. Back in time. Back in format. August Watcharama has concluded. Thank you, everyone, for hanging for another installment, annual installment of August Watcharama. Yep. Kate. Yes, Jordan. I have a surpri- something very surprising that I was delighted by. Okay. Happened recently. Yes. So for the first time in her life, mm-hmm. ever. Ever. I believe ever. My mother has a fandom. What? Like, my mother has liked things before. Yeah. Like, she likes, you know, dogs and BDSM and other things like that. Yeah. Like most parents. Yeah. Um, But as far as, like, you know, really being into something, Mm -hmm. like, to this extent, where you have, like, read all of the materials, and now you are watching the filmed adaptation of those materials. Yes. And you are, like, sad because you burned through all the books already. And there's nothing left and but you, slash fiction. you have to watch the show now. I, yep. haven't, I haven't discussed if she's on, like, boards and slash fiction and things <laughs> like that. But because um, I'm sure this property has it. Just take a gander. What do you think? What do you think my mother's first ever fandom? What could have brought her into this this level of commitment? Is it Outlander? It, it, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It is Outlander. Do I know older ladies? I know older ladies. God damn. Yes. My, uh, the Outlander series by Diana Gabaldon. I thought, I don't know what it was. But, and I thought she tried reading it before. Yeah. Which she had. And I guess it was like me with Lord of the Rings the first time where it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, I tried reading Lord of the Rings. It was 900 pages about a fucking birthday party before they actually <laughs> left the Shire. <laughs> I always hated how long they spent in the magic forest. But anyways. Um, and then you just power through that. And it's like, oh, okay, now it's awesome. I think that's what happened with my mom. I think she tried it initially didn't like it and then was like you know, out of books because my mom is a voracious reader um has read more books than anyone i know not and it's not like the classics or anything but she's right. just always read like that's what she does she just hangs out and reads all day um and she went back to outlander and just for some reason it hooked her and she burned through all of them and now she's watching the show yeah and she says it checks all her boxes and i'm assuming the copious amount of smashing that happens on that show probably i gotta say checks her boxes as well first season was very like smashy smashy wow that's what like, i heard that's what i heard it was intense <laughs> like i'm clutching my pearls right now um but it's like game of thrones it's got the violence it's just romantic fucking there's a little bit of violence um just like a good amount but no rape uh well that wait there was one on outlander wasn't there there's didn't you well, have a problem with outlander once for that yeah it, there was like in a lot of like like attempted rape mm. and it's like it's really rapey and i assume she's always in danger by dudes who are about to rape her. sexually assault her. um so yeah that's always freaky and not fun to watch and um duncan or Deaver or whatever the fuck his name was his name <laughs> Derpy i remember comes barging in and saves her yeah i can't remember um but Anyways, so the reason I know this is because a whole bunch... So I tried reading Outlander, Mm -hmm. and I got to, like, maybe halfway through the first chapter, and I was like, not for me. (laughs) Um, And a ton of older women I am friends with absolutely love these books and are, like, inhaling the show. Um, Basically, just woman goes back in time to ancient Scotland. Not ancient. Ancient. Well, ancient. 1700s. Quotes. Yeah. Um, and then meet some dude. Rugged Scottish gentleman. Yeah. Redheaded. Is he a laird? No, he is not. Lairds. He's like... Are lairds even Scottish? They are. Um, <laughs> I could explain all that, but I'm not going to. Nope. Nope. Not interested. I don't want to put everybody asleep. <laughs> yep. It's like when I talk about Star Trek. Um, so, yeah. And she is a doctor and she does doctoring. And then some people think she's a witch. And it's a whole thing. There's magic. There's magic? Well, I mean, how does she get back in time? Magic. Right. You can only get back in time in a number of ways, magic being one of them. Yeah, but I guess I always find that. If everything else is played straight, I don't know that I... It's like Kindred, right? Like Everything else is played straight. It's just they... Kindred played straight, except they just go back in time and learn about slavery. Right. Um, But be that as it may, yeah, my, my, mother, my mother has a fandom. That's awesome. And when she... Burns through the show. It's probably going to be like, "Yeah, mom, do you know what do you know what Tumblr is? Yeah. Do you know what Slash Fiction is? <laughs> do you know? Do you have a folder for your gifs, mom? 
It's very important. It is very important. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. Shouts to mom. I don't think my parents have any fandoms. Um, I think my mom's fandom is reading. Just like <laughs> everything. I do have some updates, though. Well, I have one other. I have one other thing I wanted to mention. But they're not like updates about things I'm watching oh, okay. or all of that. It's just like life updates. <laughs> okay. So I mentioned the snack update. Mm-hmm. Some very important news. So as we know, one of the best parts of my trip was that I could eat all the dairy. Yes. It is not psychosomatic. I ate $5 <laughs> worth of French cheese in like 20 minutes, guys. You know who wasn't sick? This kid right here. So is the solution just you need to shell out more on better cheeses? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm trying to find uh, like like British milk right now. Uh, Yo, who's got a cheese hookup out there? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Who's your cheese guy? I just, I really just need to consume more French brie in my life. Yeah. So very important. We're going to see some of uh, Jacqueline, who I haven't spoken to in a million years. And she keeps on being like, hey, when are you free to chat? And I'm like, never. It's startup. I'm two weeks from now. Um, yeah, well, I'm going to make you made it in right now. <laughs> yeah. I've been working very late every day. Um, but she mentioned, she's like, well... Can you have Dutch chocolate? I'm like, probably bring it fucking on. I'm like super psyched about this. So yeah, this is very important snack news, guys. Oh, that's that, there's a snack update I can offer yeah. as well. So as is, as is known, maybe is not known if you're from another part of the world, uh, Canada, much celebrated for its uh, chip flavors. Yes, of course. We are the home of the ketchup chip, mm-hmm. the dill pickle chip, the all dressed chip. Dill pickle, so good. Um, and as well, Lay's especially every year in the summer. Mm-hmm. Lay's the people who brought chalet sauce. Lay's, we remember that. Ah, yes. Oh, chalet sauce. Um, they do like their like weird flavor. Like they just like test out a bunch. Mm-hmm. Remember they had like a tzatziki flavor one year that like was amazing. What? Oh yeah, and it was kettle chips too. It was kettle tzatziki oh. chips. Amazing. Okay. Um, and they've had like you know butter chicken or curry and stuff like that. And it it is the season. Yeah. And, you know, I'm off till Labor Day weekend. I have an actual weekend. So I was like looking for a little snack for the weekend. Yeah. What, what are these what are these flavors, Caitlin? Like pizza. What? Grilled cheese. What? Okay, well maybe. Was it pizza grilled cheese? I don't remember what the other one was, but like I, I got taco over there. I went with taco. Taco? That's just it's just, just a like, Dorito. Yeah, it's just gonna be meat dust and like nacho cheese. Like that's like the best they had to offer. What is this? It's fucking up, Lays. Yeah. Usually you take like suggestions from they had like lobster chips one year because it's like oh flavors of Canada we're taking suggestions. So yeah, very very, very sad about the the chip prospects from that, Lays this year. I'm gonna eat the whole fucking bag. In you're like gonna two need days, to go to Nations. Nations is far it's though. Not that far. Actually, I need to check out that place that's like. <laughs> Next to Sakoshi Mart in Kensington that, like, does not get the shine because oh, Sakoshi yeah. Mart came out and it was like, oh, my God, and a Japanese-style combini. And then we walked out of it and it's like, there's a giant Asian snack store right next to right this. Right next to it. It was crazy. I mean, it doesn't have the, like, aesthetic, <laughs> aesthetic. aesthetic um, that Sakoshi Mart has. But it's got, like, way more snacks. Way more snacks. Also, we've never done the snail masks. I think we They're should, still over there. I think we should eat. Hey, it was in Crazy Rich Asians, and ever since then, I've been like the snail masks. Of course, um, we need to eat some snacks and do masks for. There you go, patrons for uh, our patrons. <laughs> snacks and masks. Snacks and masks. Um, Fan Expo weekend. Oh yeah! Right now, it'll be over by the time you hear this. But just for future reference, friends, <laughs> regarding a story that broke yesterday. Oh, I haven't heard about this. If you're cosplaying, keep your weapons firmly stashed. Oh, Jesus. This is maybe not the summer to be heading down to the convention center Mm. on a streetcar wearing armor Mm -hmm. with what looks to be a semi-automatic rifle in a no-frills bag. Oh, my God. The police will be notified. And you will get arrested, which happened to this gentleman yesterday. I don't have a name or anything. It was just like a blog to story, but I saw this thing. It's like, oh, some dude was arrested on the queen car for, like, carrying a rifle. And then, like, they had some tweets from people who had read the story and were like, well, it's Fan Expo weekend. So I'm hoping that's what it was. Yeah. And there was, like, an update at the end of the story that was like, yeah, he was just going to Fan Expo. Oh, no. Or, like, make it really obvious. Like, a girl I know, she, like, had a very impressive uh, crossplay of Red Hood that she went 
down with uh, yesterday. Yeah. And I mean, that entails, you know, a couple Glocks and some holsters. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but you're also wearing a mask and a yes. t-shirt with a giant bat symbol on it. <sighs> so, I mean, people will connect the dots. If you're in a trench coat, something that looks like armor... The Punisher is not a good look in Toronto this summer, is no, all I'm saying. No, let's not do The Punisher. Let's be fun. Let's do something be in fun. pink. Be Mega Man. Be Philip. <laughs> Where the fuck are my Chauncey <laughs> cosplayers out there? Well, they don't know what Chauncey looks like, to be perfectly honest. Chauncey can look however however you want him to look. <laughs> it's true. Chauncey is whatever you want him to be. He's whatever he, whatever's in your heart. God. Yeah. Chauncey and Philip. Chauncey and Philip, Scooby Doo, Chauncey and Philip, right in the sky, looking for nightmares. <laughs> Can I just say that my favorite thing from the last episode is my absolutely terrible yet somehow kind of accurate Jeff Goldblum impression? <laughs> oh, he's a he's an elf. He's a Pegasus that eats nightmares. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, of course, of course he would. Um, I haven't watched it yet, but Jeff Goldblum was on the season finale of that show where people eat hot chicken wings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, you want you want to know what Jordan's hot Saturday night's going to be? I'm going to fire up Jeff Goldblum eating hot chicken wings. Uh, okay. But finally, yeah, you besides have, you have all something? that fun aside, we need to talk about something else. So in the last episode, yeah, or the episode before that, I can't remember which one, we were talking about Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> When are, we, when are we not talking about Murder, She Wrote? <laughs> really, it should just be a this podcast. The entire to, fucking podcast is yeah. about Murder, She Wrote. And you had said, uh-huh. I should start a blog. No one's got a blog about Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> May I introduce everyone mm. to Murder, She Blogged, Life Lessons from the Desk of J.B. Fletcher. <laughs> not only mm. is... Uh, shout out to these people. We we're going to tag them in this episode. Not only has this person been um, going since at least April of 2012... Are you fucking serious? They are still going. Their last post was like today. So like ten, episode by episode? Like or? 10 hours. Yeah. Every single episode. They're on like season 11 or something like near the end. Oh my God. So if you want to... Is this a Twitter account or an actual like no, somebody is, is writing this? This is WordPress. This is like an oh actual God. big blog. Like, Holy shit. Jesus like, Christ. So much work went into this. Kudos to this person. I think we're probably meant to be best friends. Um, or they're going to murder you. No offense. No. They're just awesome people. What is wrong with you? Murder, that's, She Wrote is amazing. That's a, that's a hardcore level of dedication. Amazing. This is all about... That's what we're talking about. Yeah, I wrote, yeah, well, I wrote 2,200 words about my fandom, but I'm probably going to get paid for it. Maybe they're getting paid. Maybe people are giving them donations. Maybe they get them AdSense dollars. Maybe Chauncey works for them too. If you're getting AdSense dollars, can you please let us know how to get AdSense dollars? <laughs> that would be <laughs> would be amazing. We can we can use some. Anyways, well there so you I just, go. I wanted to give that update to the people. <laughs> Murder she blogged. Murder she blogged. Dot WordPress, or they have their own domain. Murder she blogged one dot WordPress dot com. There you go. Murder she one. Murder she blogged one dot wordpress dot com. And I will take a look and I will read, but I can't right now because it's startup <laughs> and I work all the time. She works all the time. Yeah. Um so you haven't been watching anything? Obviously no. you have no updates because nope. it's just been work, work, work. Nothing. Except for Murder She Wrote. I have been watching episodes of Murder She Wrote. Here's the thing about entry. September you need to uh, remember friends. It's just the fact that she makes it is sometimes victory enough. It's true. Don't don't, ex- don't expect a ton. The fact that she made it and watched the thing that I asked her to watch. Which was a close call, let me tell you. <laughs> Really, all you can hope for. And I don't even have much to talk about on my end. Um, I totally forgot to mention it a couple weeks ago. I just kind of... I think I mentioned when it started, I had watched like the first couple episodes of the new season of Kimmy Schmidt. Oh. Um, turns out it's only six episodes long. Oh. I don't know if they're going to stagger them and do more, because they set up a bunch of plots that huh. didn't go anywhere by the end of it. Um, it's still not really my bag. It just kind of like... Titus is amazing. Titus remains amazing. Yes, um, just honks for Titus. Honk. Um, this is way too. It's just. It's too. It's too fast. It's too many jokes. It's like. It's like that. I didn't get. Well, Thirty Rock was the same way, I guess. Where it's like, the show exists to make the jokes. The jokes aren't there to service the show. Yeah. Like it's a joke machine, mm-hmm. right? Like that can get tiring to me after a while. Right. Um. So, and I'm reminded because it's 
actually the second season i need to rewatch soon i gotta check to see if it's up second season a good place might be up on netflix by now Ooh. and prep for the third season which is coming on the 27th all the things of september it's that time right it's like listen i can remember that superstore is going to come back at some point um i never forgot superstore <laughs> you never forgot superstore um so uh that's coming back um star trek discovery is coming back in the fall or the winter uh, in the fall all right um i think uh what was that show that i kept on saying Don't was hit me star trek <laughs> um, oh the orville the orville should be coming back which i've actually really really missed um so all the things tis the season right Tis the season um there is something i am going to check out or are you no, no. Okay. Um, I as I was trying to look for some news, <laughs> I stumbled upon something called uh, Miss Sherlock, which is apparently Jap- Japan just holds out on us. Basically, there is a show out there about Sherlock and Watson, but they're ladies, ladies and they're in Japan, and it looks awesome. And I'm going to check it out when I'm not working, which will probably be in a couple of weeks. It'll probably be in October. Yeah. Um. Sidebar to everything. Listen, late in the attic records. Yeah, I thought they were just going to do a compilation of city pop shit. Okay, and maybe you know be some songs that I don't already have. Yeah. Let's be. I'm I'm kind of past the compilation stage. Yeah. All right. How are they going to just strike a distribution deal with Sony Japan <gasps> and just start giving domestic distribution to these reissues of Monaco Yoshida and Hiroshi Sato and Taiko Onuki and I'm clutching my face. Yeah. I sent an image of it to Mr. Malash last night, which is the caption. Uh, well, fuck. There goes Jordan's trip to Japan. Because if I can get a $50 copy of Monochrome. Monochrome is a record I almost bought for twice that at Cosmos. Because I was just like, I'm never going to get it otherwise. Right. I'm never going to get it otherwise. Now you just want to lay it on me for like 50 bucks, Like in the attic. It's Oregon hippies. No, they're not from Oregon. They're from Seattle. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> it's kind of Seattle, Portland, or same thing. Uh, the only other ridiculous thing I have to mention this week is a uh, well, two things. It's the gaming update. Oh, oh, it's, well, it's time, oh. time for the Wash Gamer to talk about <laughs> talking about his gaming update. Fired up GTA for the first time in a while. Amazing. Hadn't been. Um, my, how how will my nightclub empire prosper if I'm not checking in regularly? Right. Um. So they added the uh, they hadn't had a double money mode in a while, and right. I will play every double money mode mm-hmm. to just cake up. Because I don't kick up any other way because I lose <laughs> on everything. Or dick bags explode me while I'm trying to do a mission to make $5,000. Stupid dick bags. Dick bags. Um, so the, the double money mode is uh, apparently a combination of Speed and Fury Road. It is. <laughs> is there some guy playing a guitar? Uh, no, actually. Well, no. But one person drives a very slow vehicle, like mm-hmm. a bus or truck. And then. Um, the defenders are in one type of vehicle and then there's attackers and they basically, the attackers are trying to stop the bus long enough for it to blow up. You either mm-hmm. knock it off the track or you keep it stationary right. long enough uh, so it blows up. Players have quickly realized that the best way to play this mode, um, which I thought they were all this ridiculous, but this was the first one I went into and mm-hmm. I've seen the other versions of it are not as ridiculous, so why would you bother? Because... When you can play as defenders in basically what is Tim Burton Batmobiles <gasps> or as attackers in what is essentially the Mach 5. Yes. Why would you play any other way? Why? It doesn't make any sense. And the Tim Burton Batman has a rocket boost and the Mach 5 has a rocket boost and a jump. So Amazing. You just roll up in the air, rocket boost. Amazing. Ridiculous. Ridiculous mode. That's not the dumbest thing I need to talk about today. Okay. The dumbest thing is... <laughs> I might just even have to load it up so Caitlin can really appreciate this. The dumbest thing is, so I opened the App Store for something the other day. Okay. And I don't know. And the App Store was like, oh, app of the day. And it was some like pixelated 16-bit looking like fishing game. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, that looks dumb and pointless. Um, Let me click on it. Uh, that could be fun. You know, something dumb to do while I'm like falling asleep, lying in bed. Uh, you know, all this stuff to collect, blah, blah, blah. No, the game was like annoying as fuck. and. Right. I played it for like a day and then deleted it. And one of the reasons it was annoying as fuck was because all the fucking ads. Like, you'd be fishing, and it'd give you like, you know, fish at this depth to catch this thing. And then you trade them in, and you collect more stuff, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. A lot of times, you know what you caught? An old TV. Guess what happens when you <laughs> when you catch an old TV? An ad. Fucking 30-second ad plays. 
But one of the ads seemed interesting to me. All right. For a game. For a game, Caitlin McKinnon, called Food Fantasy, Caitlin. Oh. What's Food, food Fantasy? Food Fantasy. I thought the music was going to play, but it's not playing. Um, food Fantasy is another one of these, like... Oh, there's, there's my music. <laughs> don't... <laughs> don't play that. Um, oh. So, by the way, I greatly enjoyed... Uh, I had had to do it to him, uh, which was take a screenshot of my current leader in Food Fantasy. who's my healer, yeah. Milk. Yeah. She's dressed like a cow, just like I posted on Twitter with the caption, Bitch, I'm a cow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> Moo. She is a cow. She is a cow. Uh, so, Food Fantasy is just like, you know, like Grand Blue Fantasy or Fate Grand Order or any of those. It's basically like a gotcha, like, summon type RPG uh-huh. with a lot of grinding. And basically, you know, your goal is ultimately just make, get the super ultra rare team of your dreams type of thing. That's yeah. what you play for. You play to earn summons and then roll for the summons. The hook here, it's all based around food That's and cooking. Amazing. And your summons are food, personalized food, anthropomorphized food. What? Um, oh, my God. Ah, look at that. So let's just have a look at some of my souls. My current team is a... It's amazing. I have milk. Yep. I have a brownie. brownie. Oh, I like black tea. Got black tea. Got foie gras. That's my ultra rare. Oh yeah. My super, my super good one. I see that. And uh, and steak. steak. And I mean, I have I have a bunch of other ones. Who else is in there? Got a. Got salad. Amazing. Who's this cute one? Well, it's pineapple cake. Oh my gosh. Pineapple cake is ridiculously strong, by the way. Surprisingly oh. strong. All right. Um, but the other gimmick that's in it, so it's basically like another one of these, like, you know, you roll, you do missions. It's like, it's not even like turn-based. It's all right. just like a free-for-all and you just kind of watch. Yeah. And it's like, you get to control like two things, like healing or sometimes if two characters are playing at the same time, they have special skills that you can mm-hmm. trigger yourself. Mm-hmm. But the other main hook, what up? There's a cooking mama side, <laughs> side <What>? game. <laughs> Maintain your restaurant. Find your ingredients. Oh, my God. We're not cooking anything, Caitlin. We've got to cook something. What should we cook? What do you want to cook? Uh, oh, man. Uh, these, these are the only recipes I know so far. Uh, braised eggplant. Braised eggplant. It's actually a good, good. Uh, braised eggplant is a good choice. Excellent. Makes a lot. It's good. And only takes like eight minutes. Oh, my god. To prepare. Um, oh, no. She's tired. Her freshness is low, Caitlin. Uh, she you needs know, freshness. You know what that means? We'll put her in the fridge. Oh my gosh. This is ridiculous. Put the put these suckers in the fridge so they can get more. And that's how they look when they fight. They kinda look like scribble knots, like Oh my gosh. Like where they when they move, it's like nothing's really connected. They this just kinda amazing. flit about. Uh I mean obviously, you know, there's crystals and shit you can buy. Yeah. Uh I have spent no money on this yet whatsoever. And the best thing, listen, shouts to the only reason I bring any of this up for any of these mobile game app developers out there. Obviously, this is a game where you have to farm shit. Yeah. And games like this, you always have to farm shit. If you three-star a level, you go ahead and hit sweep. You know how many times you want to sweep that, son? You want to sweep it one one time or like five times? You know, give me five times. Use your stamina. Oh, bang. You just get all the, earn all the shit that you would have get if you sat through playing the level like 15 times. Oh. You just stack all that shit. I just use up all my stamina doing that. Cuts playtime and efficient gaming, Caitlin. Efficient gaming. Anyway. Very important. That's the stupid thing I'm playing this week. Do you want to know the stupid thing that I opened and started playing? What did you... Oh, my God. What are you? What stupid thing are you playing? Game Boy Advance. You have a Game Boy Advance? Yeah, I do. Amazing. I opened Tetris. Oh, my God. That was amazing. Of course. Oh, my... Of all the options. Yep. On a Game Boy Advance. You can be playing Pokemon. You playing Super Mario. Nope. Just Tetris. Tetris. You can probably download Tetris for free on your phone, right? Yeah, but it's not the same. Also, there's like this Wario game I have. This is the one where the games are like three seconds long? Yeah, yeah, yeah. WarioWare, yeah. Yeah, War- yeah, that's it. Yeah. I love also playing that. Uh, there's a little paper plane one I like, and a skateboard one. That was one of those games where like uh, nobody at the time really knew how it existed. Yeah. It's like this thing came out, and it's like, you are so Japanese and pointless and weirdly wonderful. How did this ever get to North America? But fun. <laughs> Exactly. And then I realized, oh, I had to go to work and be there for forever so I couldn't play games anymore or be happy. <laughs> or, be, or be happy. <laughs> do, 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 do. Beep. So, yeah. 
Well, Caitlin. Yeah. We're talking about things we watched to make you happy. Damn right it will. A little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah, a little better than, than working, doing data entry. Yep. <laughs> a little better than that. Well, I love nothing more than making Caitlin McKinnon happy friends. So when we come back. And big smile. <laughs> big smile across that big fucking <laughs> big cheeks of hers. face. <laughs> Moon face. <laughs> her big round face. That's what it was. Nothing I love more than putting a smile across that big round face. So we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the things we brought each other. So we're back in format. We brought each other things. We did. Interesting things. Interesting things. We yield some interesting discussions, perhaps. Perhaps. We'll I think ha- so. We'll have that discussion when we come back from this break. Welcome back to the show. This is the part of the show where we talk about the things we brought each other, and we are back in format, so we are doing that. We're doing that thing. That is the thing we are doing. Yeah. But before we get started, we have some rules. Yeah, we do. First rule is the rule of three, which is if the thing comes in parts or episodes or chapters, we will consume, watch, read at least three of them, whether they're chapters or episodes or whatnot. But it doesn't really matter this time. Irrelevant. Totally irrelevant. Totally irrelevant, but we still, you know, want to go through the rules. We want to make sure people know this is just not chaos. If we have a format here, we do, like, you know, try to maintain a sense of order. Try. Fail often. Often. Try always. Try always. I feel like that's that's really our motto. It is really our motto. Soup's comf and... uh, Try often, try always, fail often. (laughs) Try it. Or fail often, try always. Fail often, try always, yes. Yeah. Uh, We haven't talked about comf in a while. No. But maybe we'll talk about it today. We have some comf today. Friends, I just have to acknowledge it because I'm not going to take a surgical scalpel to this episode. Uh, It's the air show in Toronto this weekend. Yeah, it is. Which, uh, if you live in Parkdale, which is near the Canadian Exhibition, which is where the air show happens, let's just... just, Here you are! Just let this one go through. That's with the window closed, friends. Yeah, nice, isn't that? That's that's my life all weekend. Yep. Anyways, also we have a second rule. Yes. Which is hashtag save for the pod. Don't talk about the thing until you're in front of these microphones. Yeah, we want you guys to have the hottest of takes. You deserve it. Yeah, it's been a long week. Maybe you work till nine every night. Maybe you did. We wouldn't dare insult you. With them crusty-ass takes. No. Now, the things we're watching are old. So old. But the takes are new. Uh, third rule, which is not really a rule. It's more of a po- policy. There will be spoilers. Who cares? Who Maybe cares? you do, but you shouldn't. Like Kate said, like soup. stuff soups old. Soups old. But yeah. if you have gone your... If you meant to watch Dirty Pair for the past, you know, 30 years, you just hadn't gotten around to it mm-hmm. yet, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Miss the boat. We're going to talk about one installment of the Dirty Bear franchise that has like, you know, a million installments in it. So, yeah. It's free on YouTube, y'all. Come on. Just yeah, go just, watch it. Just YouTube it. Anyways. We like to alternate. So, this week, back in format, we're going to start with the thing that Caitlin brought me. Yep. That's right. So, uh, this came about how because. Did, how did this come about, Caitlin? Well, it was on Netflix. And I was trying to find stuff that was comp. Another one of those things, by the way. Never even like, <laughs> even if I have scrolled through every tab, yeah, this has never come up. I'm yeah, buried on my Netflix. Yeah, um, it came up on mine though, probably because I watched Mr. Right again. I was gonna say, uh, what did Max Landis have to do with this production? <laughs> Any, anything? But what, what had to do with this production? What did Max Landis have to do with oh, this production? I, I don't anything? know. I I haven't seen that so far. But just, just the Kendrick connect. Probably a producer or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's just in everything I love. <laughs> um. Anyways, I watched this and I was surprised by it. Mm. But it did harken back to something that Jordan often talks about, which is when I give him '90s movies and he says, "How are these movies could not be made today?" Absolutely. But. <laughs> This is definitely one of those movies. One of the movies that, like, probably should not have been made, but was made, and nobody knows about. Did this movie go straight to Peachtree? Or straight to Diva? <laughs> like, I feel like... It must have. This thing never even saw 
this thing never even saw theaters, but definitely yeah. saw your cable box. Like yeah. it is, it has been on there. So, um, I watched it and I was surprised by it. And I was thinking about things to give Jordan and thinking about what nineties movie could I possibly give him? And then nineties. No, it wasn't, okay. but I'm, then it moved over to that. Well, what, Maybe not 90s, but like, what is there out there that, you know, that thing he always says about this movie could not be made mm. today. But there was a movie that was made today that could not have been made today, which is this Table 19 movie starring Anna Kendrick. Um, and I also sometimes want to know, like, there are things I don't like about this movie, but I want to know, like, does Jordan hate it? And then if so, how does he hate it? Or will I be surprised? Because that has happened from time to time. I never give Jordan anything to punish him, but, you know, I'm just always curious to see what he thinks about something. Anyways, so the plot of the movie, really all the directors and writers, they're, they, they've been around for a while, but there's no one who you're like, oh, this guy. <laughs> Even their credits aren't like, he did this. No. You'd be like, wow. Yeah. Really, it's... <laughs> all you need to know. Like, yeah. Not one of those. Saying everything by saying nothing. Yeah. It and and just so everyone realizes this, its budget was five million and it made five million in the box office. Hey, so it did. It, 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 it recouped. It recouped exactly its amount. Um and it was released uh in twenty seventeen, March third, twenty seventeen. Seriously? Yeah. 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 He Jordan is astonished, you, you know, folks. Like you know, you know that blinking. meme of the blonde guy, like blinking at calculus. That's yeah. literally what I'm doing right now. I'm just like I. I thought like 2012. Like yeah, no, like a year ago. So carry on. The plot is Eloise McGarry, played by Anna Kendrick, attends the wedding of her oldest friend Francie Milner. It's discovered that she was originally maid of honor, but dropped out two months ago after her ex boyfriend Teddy, the bride's brother and the best man, broke up with her by text after two years together. Uh, Teddy is now back with his old girlfriend, Nikki, who has replaced Eloise's maid of honor. At the reception, Eloise discovers she has been seated at table 19. While she considers leaving early, she meets a man named Huck, who notices her. Basically, it's like, oh, you think this is going to be the the romance of the movie? And she meets all the people at the table, who include, like, the old nanny, friends of the father of the of the bride or the groom or whatever distant cousins distant and cousin a friend of a friend um it's so it's like this odds and ends and later in the movie it's referred to as table 19 is the table of the people who know who have who knew that they should, probably should have said no to the declined declined with regret, with regret to the wedding um and it kind of goes from there. They, uh, you find more about all these people and their relationship to the bride and groom. Um, you find out more about Eloise and Teddy's relationship. You find out Eloise is pregnant. Um, basically, it's kind of a story about all these uh, people on the fringes yeah. looking in and then finding a connection together and becoming friends, which I think is nice. Um, and it has a happy ending. Everyone likes a happy ending. <laughs> uh, right? So, Jordan, what did you think? You're expecting me to loathe this movie, I feel like. And maybe it's just, like, setting is everything. But, like, I watched this movie at the laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a real dope laundromat movie. Did you like, and the laundromat folks become friends <laughs> after watching the movie together <laughs> on your tablet? We just we just folded, and the girl with her ass hanging out of her shorts, and yeah. the dudes who were real creepy looking at her with her ass hanging out of her shorts. Yeah, we all just bonded together watching <laughs> watching this movie. It was great. Um, <laughs> again, maybe it was just a circumstance for like like for a thing I did not have to like pay a ton of attention to. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of like going on in the background. Shouts to the casting, like yeah. We got, we got Lisa Kudrow in there. I was going to say, for, for note, it's Anna Kendrick, Craig Robinson, June Squibb, Lisa Kudrow, Stephen Merchant, Wyatt Russell, and Tony Ravalori. Yeah, those, okay, those other ones, whatever. Although they were they were good in their parts. Yeah, um, and they've all done stuff. Like, they've been out there. Uh, Stephen Merchant was surprisingly good. I did like the bit about how Lisa Kudrow's character 
is wearing the exact same blazer that the wait staff is wearing. So yes. people keep running up to her and asking for like advice on like, Tony says we need to go do this. <laughs> Tony says we're out. We're going to be out of shrimp in 20 minutes. Like what, what, what do you want me to do? She's like, I, I don't. Why? <laughs> um, and, and at one point someone's mad at her cause she won't help. Yes. And then, and then they, it, it reminded me a lot of in the structure and like, it all takes place over like one day. Yeah. One, this must be the longest fucking wedding. Well, I guess that happens sometimes, yeah. right? Or like, you know, there are those weddings where the ceremony's at like lunch and then it goes on. Yeah. So everybody mills about while they do photos and shit and it's all at the same place. And then yep. you like go and have dinner at the actual reception and then dancing into the night. Um, but it reminded me a lot of like, remember when we talked about 28 days and I spent a lot of time talking about yes. my, uh, my youth center experience. Yep. Uh, reminded me a lot of going on like the like three day retreats, which were really like a day and a half retreat because yeah. you get there like five on Friday and leave at like three on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So you're really only there for like a day. Um, really kind of had that vibe to it where it's like, you're just isolated from society enough that like, you know, relationships can make an interlocking my fingers. Like they can like link like really quick like that. Yeah. And get really intense like that. Um, cause they all leave on mass at one point after a, a, a confrontation with Teddy. Yep. Regarding, I believe that's the moment where, uh, the pregnancy is revealed. Yep. Um, and did they destroy the cake at that point or? Uh, yeah. So yeah. And Eloise destroys the, or she, she backs up into she the cake. almost destroys the cake once. Yeah. yeah. And, then she, and then she does totally destroy yeah. it. Um, and Which help. also, why does anyone put a cake there? <laughs> Stupid place in, to put it. In the it. entrance. Um, that wedding did not look like a good time, by the way. Like it really. It looks like most weddings. You know, word? I haven't been to one in a while. But oh yeah. I mean, weddings are okay, but. The 80s band. Yeah. Although I will say, like that, they were pushing like San Junipero level of like music clearance rights. Yeah, I mean they weren't using the original recording, so maybe they cut a deal on that. But like, I feel like that's where a lot of that five million went. <laughs> um, yeah, so then they all take off, and that now now they're in the you know costume change. They're all like you know hanging out, smoking weed, and in the nanny's room, and yep. realizing what losers they are, and and et cetera, et cetera, and. You know, it's the dark night, of, the dark night of the soul for the Craig Robinson and Lisa Kudrow married couple. Um, detective, you didn't know she was going there to fuck, like, yeah, like that seemed flagrantly obvious. I thought that's where all the tension in their relationship was coming, and then it's like, oh no, he thinks you want to sell the, this diner that they own, right? Like, bruh, nah. Sometimes things are, you know, different for people. Sorry, by I mean they're different for people, as in like their focus is different. Like his mm. focus, that's what he was. He would never expect, never expect her, to, her, do her to. to do that. Oh, I guess. Um, uh, I wasn't expecting, you know, Teddy to be the ultimate romantic lead here, um, which, which I, I guess was, was like nice. a, what a twist. Um, but I wasn't buying it. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I thought the Craig Robinson and Lisa Goudreau like right. story was like, I mean, just because I'm fucking old and I don't care about your like <laughs> young love single mother pregnancy that, drama. I think that's probably what it is. Um, I was like, no, they're much more interesting. I would rather, t- <laughs> I'd rather <laughs> their dialogue is better. There's a more human story there. Like I'd rather talk about that. People who have been together forever and are like trying to negotiate their way through that. It's right. way more interesting to me than like, uh, I just like stand on a duck up. and, um, yeah, I guess, but it was a, Come on, it, it, from the outset, you think it's going to be that guy. I mean, res- respect for the bait and switch, because yes, you think that's what it's going to be. And it's like, oh, of course. And that would really make it a diva movie. like Yeah. Or a Peachtree movie, where it's just obviously she's going to meet some dude at the wedding. It's like, oh, no, he's the dude at the wedding next door. He's yeah. the actual groom at the wedding next door. Um, did no one notice he was gone for like an hour or had his wedding not started yet? It hadn't started yet. Oh my god, this movie, Table 19 requires multiple viewings, friends. There's so many details I missed. <laughs> Lots on of details. Don't do your laundry while watching this movie. It requires your full attention. Um, I did not hate this movie, though. Surprisingly. Very surprisingly. <laughs> I mean, I never know, because you always... Like, I hated Mr. Right. Yeah, oh my god, you hated it really so much. really did not like Mr. Right. Um, but I did not hate this movie, for some reason. Um, maybe it's just because I've been watching The Office so much lately, and I was like, hey, Craig Robinson, I love you. <laughs> you fun. I like spending time with you. Um, and I thought Stephen Merchant was really good um, as the weirdo who, like, embezzled a bunch of money from the uncle. But accidentally. <laughs> For a guy's sick wife who didn't exist. Yeah. He just wanted the money. Um, he was trying to do the right thing. <laughs> I like that his roommate's name is Jalapeno. 
<laughs> he went to prison. He's in a halfway house. And you only see Jalapeno twice naked walking up a ladder. Yep. <laughs> it's like, all right. This is my lame music. Uh, yeah. Not not a terrible movie. Listen, we talk about, you want to talk about Comf, we talk about that Saturday afternoon movie. Yes. We're talking about 2 p.m. on a Saturday Maybe it's the winter. You don't want to leave the house. It's too oh, cold. It's really cold. And it's just like you want to just hunker down. Your, your laundry's fucking, on. Put your laundry on. Get some cheese and crackers. Yeah. Some chips. Some pocky French or cheese, something. <laughs> cheese that you can digest. Yeah. And just, you know, throw this on. And, like, I can imagine where the commercial breaks would go during this. Like, Yeah. So it's not... I think I might even give it as much as, like... I'll give it, like, a seven. Wow. All right. Um, I'll take a seven. Yeah, and it's sitting on your Netflix. You may have to search it deliberately. <laughs> and even and when then you... it'll change your algorithm. <laughs> oh, fuck my algorithm this And fuck then you now. can watch Mr. Right. And then... <laughs> I'm just going to... All Anna Kendrick. All I got so much yeah. Anna Kendrick in my, in my queue now. <laughs> yeah, and then even when you deliberately start typing table, it gives you... It's like fourth row down. Like, it's yeah. like, like, he doesn't want to watch this. <laughs> what? No. Oh, good times. Moving on. Moving on. Friends, I gotta be totally honest with you. I'm running out of shit to give Caitlin sometimes. I just no, feel like not. I'm running out of shit. You know what it is? You feel like that? Trust me, this happened to me. You feel like that, and then you realize there's a whole pocket of fandom <laughs> that you haven't touched yet. Well, maybe, maybe that's what I'm dipping into right now, because I was like, fuck it. Let's go way back. Way back. This property is maybe like, this goes back to the days of like buying VHS tapes sight unseen right at music world on the bottom row of that weird <laughs> part of the music world video section uh, it was on the always on the bottom shelf i think they were still calling it japanimation oh really Ugh. they used to call it that you didn't know that no yeah before they they like they remember didn't even... you're older than i am I'm so, so old, much guys, older so I old am. you guys i need to drop for how old i am i don't have one <laughs> just like an, he's like a man going mm. <laughs> Simpsons. <laughs> His grandpa? Yeah. No, um, no. The- oh, no. Jasper? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's bad. Um, yeah, no, they didn't even call it anime. They called it... Or, I've been here for so many years. <laughs> oh, Hans Molman, yeah. yes. Um, I think this goes oh. back to... So, like, the first, like, real... Uh, here, hit, <laughs> watched Weeb Talk. <laughs> Way back in the day, they still call them Streamline Dubs, because the company... A guy named Carl Masek who like started his career like licensing Kimba the White Lion and shit. Like that's oh, how yeah. far back he went. Like Star Blazers and shit. He was responsible for all that. Right. May have had a hand in Robotech. Right. Um, I think the Anime News Network might actually have a podcast with him from way back then. I'm sure it's fascinating. Because yeah. um, he was like there early. Um, mm-hmm. But didn't have a ton of money. So the dubs were not great. <laughs> um, but for my generation, Streamline Video, which was the company... Had the distribution enough to turn up into, you know, Canadian music worlds. Right. And they had Akira, which is what got me in the door. Right. So I bought Akira. Um, Ak- Akira. Akira. Um, if you want to know if you're talking to a washed weeb or not, ask them if it's Canada or Canada. Oh. Because my generation, Canada. Right. Because that's what our dub said. Yeah. Even though it was wrong. And then it came out on DVD and they did a new dub and it was Tetsuo Akira Canada. <laughs> what? No, <laughs> Canada. That's his name. Totally wrong. But and we the <laughs> nerd. nerd nerd. And the second <laughs> tape I bought after <laughs> Akira was just this thing called uh, "Dirty Pair Affair on" or the the Nolandia Affair, or Affair on Nolandia, or something like right. that. It's a sixty-minute thing. With these two, it was like a kind of like a Flash Gordon space drama action adventure of a funny type thing yep. going on. And I was just kind of delighted and fascinated by it. And I had not seen, you know, Grant, this is like the third anime I'd maybe seen. Right. right? I think I'd seen Sailor Moon. Ooh, I think that got me in the like door. this is like the third. Oh, this is Ur, like, oh. this is Ur anime. Um, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just go way back. And I think I even just said, dirty pair. Like watch whatever you want because yeah. it's like looping. It's like the looping gang, right? There's no like origin story. It's no. like you're gonna get the briefest of hints when whatever you're watching opens. There'll probably be like some scene where like yeah, it's like the uh, it's like the Cowboy Bebop movie, right? How it yeah. starts with the convenience store heist, and that's how you get a sense of the characters. Yeah, and then the actual movie goes on from there. That's what the Dirty Pair movies were doing in the '80s, right? It was like 
here's a side thing mm-hmm. um, to just set you up, familiarize yourself with them enough. And then off to the races. It doesn't really matter. There's two of them. One's a tomboy. One's more girly. Yep. And I'll give you the actual, so the actual history here. So Dirty Pair is started as uh, light novels written by Haruka Takachiho, illustrated by Yoshikazu Yasuhiko. That was later adapted into everything, anime, manga, radio plays, all sorts of anime, OVAs, television show, movies. Oh, my God. Um, the stories take place in the years 2138 to 43, by which time humanity has spread across some few thousand star systems. A corporation called the World Welfare Works Association, or the 3WA, helps member systems of the United Galactica Federation deal with various planetary scale problems for profit by sending agents called Trouble Consultants. Our series focuses on two trouble consultants named Kay and Yuri, who are codenamed the Lovely Angels, but have a reputation for leaving a trail of destruction behind them, for which they are known publicly as the Dirty Pair. Ah. And that is, I don't know if they did that in the one. So basically, I found that uh, a company that has come up on the show before, because they've, you know, I, I financed their, like, internet expansion sometime <laughs> in the early aughts, and they provided me with an extensive VHS library that has now been lost to the dust of time called the right stuff international and they have their own licensing arm that does like old ass shit i think it's called nozomi right. entertainment and they're not averse because it's old and they ain't gonna sell much anyway just throw that shit on youtube yeah. make some ad money off of it so the thing i gave caitlin sitting for free subbed on youtube right now just hanging out there dirty pair uh project eden yep which was a theatrical movie runs about 90 minutes by the way smooth 90 minutes for everything mm-hmm. this week um we know you guys know how we feel about that that is good. But the uh, Affair on Nolandia, the thing I'd watched originally, yep. is on there as well. Uh, there was a couple other Flight... The Flight 9 Conspiracy, I think, was another OVA they had. Um, that is all on there for free. So Caitlin watched Project Eden, which, like I said, was a film. So the animation's a little better. It was probably the best thing I could have given you. Right. Because the animation was better. The plot's actually pretty good for... <laughs> when did this even come out? 86? Right. Um, so Project Eden, uh, after stopping a group of Visorium smugglers, which is this MacGuffin metal that powers everything in this world, uh, Kay and Yuri, the lovely angels, are sent on a mission to Agurna, a planet rich with Visorium. They are sent to stop mysterious attacks on mining operations that have the governments of the world pointing fingers and blaming each other to governments that are very clearly the Soviet Union and the United States. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> So get your history up, all you youngins who know nothing about the Cold War. Like I said, 1986, a lot of Cold War in there. Um, I'm curious to see how this will go over because it is very early anime. It is. But I'll I'll see if she brings it up. Caitlin always argues for equality in certain things. Yeah. That kind of happens here. Kind of. Um, Yeah. But, you know, so at the end of the day, you're going to have fan service. Yes, they are running well, around in kind of bikinis. Let's not talk, no, let's. They've their outfits are so they're they're like work outfits, quote unquote. <laughs> they're like where the, when they have the guns and everything. Yes, that's ridiculous because there's so much skin showing. It doesn't make any sense. Like it just it really doesn't make any sense. Knee high is booty shorts and kind of but not even booty shorts. They're it's like. It's like under, like it's a bikini <laughs> bottom. Like it's not even shorts. Mm. And, but they've got like crazy guns everywhere, mm. right? And just like the guns alone, where I'm like, all your skin's been burnt off. So, besides that, take that out. The other stuff, they've chose, I mean, again, the characters are made by men, but the characters have chosen to wear these ridiculous yes. skimpy outfits. That's fine. There's, some, ag- do that. there's some agency there. They're, 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 it's very like, remind, and I know the beginning is supposed to evoke this, but it's very James Bond at the beginning, mm. right? Like the, the, beginning title screen right like dancing and stuff and you know by the way the entire soundtrack for this i think hey. came from a section of my record collection i did not get to that yet <laughs> we're not there but anyway so besides the like sexiness it's also 1986 like it's like saying why is everyone wearing shoulder pads like it, it mm. just fine whatever um i'd be more i i'm more upset at things that come out at the present when people know right. better if that makes any sense so then, you are giving this a bit of a wider berth yeah, for the time. i mean it's silly but i'm like they actually weirdly like it's not grotesque mm. they a lot of it's made 
up for laughs. Yeah. Like when Carson D. Carson is like <laughs> holding onto her underwear and it's like slowly right. like like it's made it, it's all funny. They use a lot of like funny physicality of the women and the men or those two women and the men. Mm. Like there's nothing. It's really not hypersexual. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. The, the boob grab joke is in there at one point. Yes. That was the again, one point I was watching and I was like, oh, but at least she's going to let it go. But at least she like said something about it and he did it intentionally. Mm. Like he's grabbing her and she's like, this guy's guy. It's kind of okay because she's not feeling awful about it, if that makes mm. any sense. Anyways, it passed. True. She's just kind of like, you're what, grabbing my boobs. What's up, homie? But, like, yeah. um, anyways, besides all that. We're going to put that over here okay. because you could talk ages about that. But again, it was 1986. It's like when you watch an old movie and like, you know, Clark Gable or somebody smacks a woman and it's like, yeah. come on now. We'll have none of that. It was like 1932. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Not great. Don't do it in your own life. But. Yeah. And again, I'd have more, I'd have way more problem with it if it was a current thing. Yes. Now, that being said, this movie's really uneven. Mm. Um, the music sometimes is like amazing <laughs> and sometimes not. Uh, they use a, at the end, there's a lot of slow motion to like pad out the end. Yeah. <laughs> like a whole big thing of it is just in slow mo. And like I'm like, still shots. Not, not needed. Um, but the music's fun. Like it's been made for the series. And it's, yeah, I got to see if there's a soundtrack yeah, it's, <laughs> that I can buy. It's actually a lot of fun. Um, a lot of the visuals were great, but again, the visuals were uneven. Where some of them were fantastic, some of them were just like I don't know what's going on. <laughs> There's like wires everywhere, and um, uh, the fact that there was a theme song for the Mad Scientist that was amazing. Was so amazing. I just what's man? What's man? So good. <laughs> so much fun with that. Um, I loved that these two women were silly. And they got to be the bungling, like, spies. Mm. And they held their own. Um, even when it was, like, a little, you know, sexist in some parts. Um, they still held their own, though. And they were, like, awesome with guns and swords and all that jazz. The only, the really, like, thing that I'm like, eh. The Carson B. Carson character was not very likable. Or D. Carson character was not very likable. Like, if he had been a nicer guy, I feel like, I don't know. It would have it would have made it m- make more sense. And I feel like this is the only. I don't recall either of them getting like really hung up on a dude. Yeah. In much of the other dirty pair that I've seen, like, yeah. um, so that was weird. And there was that like, was she dreaming? Was it a flashback yeah, or something? Okay. And and then there was a a you know when he's like you're in love with me. I'm like she just freaking met you. You yeah. could be like you have the hots for me. And maybe it's a translation thing. I don't know. Possibly. Um, but. That was sort of weird. I did like again, spoilers, guys. I did like that he survived because I totally did thought, you? Yeah, I, I totally thought he was dead, and I was like, oh, that's so tropey. But then when he like came out of the like ashes, I was like, yeah, Carson, do <laughs> Carson. They can like smash now. Uh, I'm really happy for her. Um, I like that when they are sort of uh, been separated, the two women call out for each other. Mm. She's like, Yuri! And then Yuri, I can't remember what the pink hair's Kay. name is, but Kay? Yeah. Uh, she's like, Kay! And they both, where are you? What are you doing? <laughs> um, I really like that. I like their relationship, that it's very a friendly, happy, sisterly relationship. Mm. There's no, there's no antagonism no. there. It's just like, they're just two friends. Um, I do have concerns about why they have not been taken off the force yet. They have destroyed so far an entire spaceship, a space station filled with people skiing in bikinis and a, literally an entire world. Because it's always like collateral. I think that's the gimmick they always go for. Is like, it's, it's never like, technically their fault. Right. Like, because technically it was Carson who threw the thing, right? No, it was the other guy who put the bot who had. Oh yeah, yeah, at the end, yeah. yes, he threw the bottle at the end. Because in the most like dirty pair of thing that could ever happen, they they win. The, the plot is kind of ridiculous. Monsters, um, monsters. Yeah, mad scientist wants to. He thinks that the mutation. He thinks that these beings are actually supposed to be human formed. They're he, like these lizard men who are like in hibernating like chrysalis type thing he's mm-hmm. trying to wake them up and awaken their next uh Stage phase of, of evolution, evolution or something and, and turn them into humans there's but a it... side plot with a bottle of wine that was 
vented after the French one, the French in World War Two yeah, thing. Carson D. Carson is. But basically, yeah. yeah, there's a there's a bit where as they're leaving, Carson drinks the rest of this bottle of wine, or throws it over the uh, edge of this like barge that they're on that they're leaving yep. the planet on. It smacks some laser sword that they were fighting with earlier. That's that smacks that into knocks a into panel. something science, and suddenly all these like fossilized like you know lizard people wake up and start destroying the planet as they <laughs> fly away. And, they fly and that's away. and before earlier, that's the dirty pair. Well, I, I mean, it was a good just like this is what I'm talking about all the time about throw off lines and how people you got to just keep on. Just use throw off lines. It just it takes no time. Um, you only have to show people mouthing the words. Um, basically, at the very beginning, this space station gets destroyed, and the two women are leaving, um, Yuri and Kay. And I th- one of them says, "Oh no, not again!" I know that this happens all the time. Mm. I just like this is what I know. Um, My only regret is that they really didn't lean into the how pissed off they get when they're called the dirty pair. Oh, yeah, no, that didn't come up at all. Yeah, because I watched, uh, when I was deciding what to give you, I did watch the first episode of the uh, TV show, the original 80s TV show, um, which is all set in the same city, I Mm -hmm. think, and this, like, this giant tower that they live in, and in the first episode, like, the supercomputer, which is named Brian. um, (laughs) Excellent. uh, That controls everything, like, goes rogue or whatever, and uh, as they're, like, you know, fighting, trying to stop everything, and it's like... People will be like, oh, my God, it's the dirty pair. And Kay will be like, lovely angels. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like the bit on the show. And that happens. I remember that happening in the uh, Nolandia one, which is actually has a totally different uh, character design style. Yeah, I, um, I kind of briefly saw that in some of the things I was looking at. They've done that a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nolandia has a different, much more air quotes, realistic. Like the eyes are a little smaller. Oh, I see. Um, where this is like has the traditional look um, that they usually did. And I really liked the art. What I don't understand is why have you not given this to me earlier? Because I just thought it was so old that like... Old is okay. I mean, the animation is good. Like, it still stands up. You can tell it's still old. still stands but... up, yeah. I mean, when you consider like we were, they were not... This is all cell, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they were not using computers back then. Um, back then, there were definitely some scenes in there that I thought held up uh, that were really fluid. Sakuga, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. So maybe maybe I do need to start mulling over some of them old-ass anime I was watching back in the day. And yeah. Get real washed in here, friends. Yeah. Um, and I can find out more fun things like Japanimation. It's going to make me chuckle for a while. Japanimation. Oh Anyways, Kick Punches, as far as that goes, I would give it a solid seven. Like, it was fun to watch and silly. And they didn't make their boobs jiggle too much. So... And not for nothing. Yeah. As much as I've ever had them in my life, mm-hmm. Yuri was my first waifu. No. A big crush on Yuri. She was. She's very pretty. Big crush on Yuri. Yeah. Though I also like. Sorry, just randomly, like some of the dialogue is actually pretty good too. Like you should watch your body. People are supposed to be a little bit round. <laughs> like just fun stuff like that. Uh, I can't find it. I can't find it now, but I will find it uh, later. Um, when this episode airs, one of them will be the uh, be the corresponding artwork for this portion of the conversation. But I guess uh, one of the animators in the '80s they did a uh, a calendar of basically the dirty pair in famous '80s movies. Yeah. So really? like, yeah. Ooh. So like the artwork for this episode is them as Beverly Hills Cop. <gasps> and I did I'd seen that image before, and so yeah. I knew that's what I wanted to use. But apparently, yeah, they did. There's one where it's the Untouchables, and there's one where it's like the right. color of money, like that, that Tom Cruise <laughs> Paul Newman movie. Like it's, it's crazy. Um, oh my god, I totally know the one, the old ass anime you're getting next. Do I? Yeah. Do you? Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, I totally know. I'm excited. Ooh, it's gonna be old ass anime September, friends. I'm gonna give you such an old film. Getting into the cooler weather with old ass shit. Old ass. St- well, that's that's the theme for next episode. Old ass shit. It's time to get comfy, y'all. Yeah, because we're getting old. It's almost my birthday, guys. Woo woo. Oh, man. Birthday season coming oh, back. Oh, my elbow. Oh, that hurt. Oh, my back. My neck. My neck and my back. My neck, my back. My, my neck, neck and my back. Um, Friday joke. So, I believe on that note, we ain't got anything else to talk about. No. Look at that. Look, just Tight. slender. Yeah. Slender. I didn't know how long it was going to last, but there we go. And I mean, friends, listen, if you're if this horrifies you, 
if you are like mad, if you download an episode and you see it's only like, you know, an hour and change long. Yeah. And you're angry. Well, we'll listen to that. Of course. If anything, we're just doing it for your benefit. Like, yeah, we, we just don't want to, you know, babble. We want to wear out our welcome. No, we want you guys to stick around. We love hanging out with you. I'm going to keep it light and tight. But if you're like, fuck light and tight, I oh. want a three hour episode. You're still not getting a three hour episode because we have lives to live. But maybe we'll loosen the reins a little bit. Maybe we'll go back I'm to dissing saying. hipsters when we do the preamble. <laughs> I do miss that. <laughs> Good fun. Um, we do it on our own. We just don't add it to the episode. <laughs> we, just don't, we just don't include um, it. And if you want to talk to me about Murder, She Wrote, because obviously Jordan doesn't want to talk to me about Murder, She Wrote, um, please do so on any of our socials. At Geek Down Pod for pretty much everything, primarily Twitter. Yep. Uh, GeekDownPod at gmail.com for our email address. And finally, the old mall of social media, Facebook. Mm www.facebook.com forward slash Geek Down Pod. So musty. Yeah. Anyways, so yeah. <laughs> Thanks for hanging, friends, as you do every week. It means the world to us. It's still my favorite part of the week. Absolutely. Love seeing love seeing this big round face. <laughs> Poke those cheeks. They're so soft, y'all. <laughs> Just, so it's, soft. It's weird. <laughs> it's, it's my face. Get away from my face. <laughs> and we will, that, that face and my big round face. <laughs> just call it the big round face pod. A little <laughs> big round faces in here. <laughs> It's true. It's true. We hope you love us, you big round faces. <laughs> the big round face pod will come back next week with some old ass shit. Old ass shit for because we're old ass people. Just because. <laughs> we hope you'll join us for that, friends. My name is Jordan Ferguson. My name is Kate McKinnon. The theme song is by Rob Gasser. And we love you and we will see you next week. Leaving you a gap. So I know where it's at? Yeah. We'll never have gap, thigh gap, but we can have audio <laughs> gap. <laughs> oh, they hurt so much. <laughs>